0: To ramblings, part travelogue, part diary, all nonsense. I am your host, Zach Rossignol. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 27, Vancouver, Canada, Lieutenant Dan's Smoke Lounge. This one gets a bit dicey. I was in a bit of a hairy situation and I probably took a picture when I shouldn't have taken a photo, but I, I'm okay. Uh, but we'll get into that top of the show. i like to remind people, the whole reason I started this gosh darn podcast to begin with, was to advertise my book, Life in the Layover. Uh, available now on Amazon.com. Please go out and buy it. It's $14.99. Full disclosure, I make $4.83 for every book purchased. Um, the cyborg, pinheaded billionaire, uh, Jeff Bezos makes the rest. So uh, we can just keep on stoking his wealth uh, for all I care, just as long as it's strictly, solely via life and layover book purchases. So buy a couple, uh, and then it's also follow the layover. I used to do this thing before the pandemic, when I traveled around, uh, I would leave a book in, a, in an airport and, uh, inscribe in the, in the, uh, in the cover, uh, follow, hashtag follow the layover. So there's books in Argentina, there's some in Africa, uh, give it a gander buy a couple books scatter them all over the world uh, once you start traveling if you are traveling Um, anyway enough of that let's switch over gears let's start gets get into story mode would you mind the fire please thank you Uh, and as per usual I'll be reprising my best Benoit Blanc character for today's reading (coughs) Vancouver Canada Lieutenant Dan's Smoke Lounge about three weeks prior to my trip assignment, I had a good friend from Seattle reach out to me and ask why I never get sent to his city so we could hang out. I informed him of the selection process and how we typically only go to certain cities by request and less so for developed locations. But when I got my assignment, I informed him I'd be going to Vancouver and Portland, Oregon. So basically going all around Seattle, but not actually the Emerald City. He planned on visiting me in Vancouver as I would be there for the weekend, but a week before I arrived, he told me that since it was a Super Bowl weekend, he had forgot he had made plans on that Sunday, so it limited the available time he would be able to come up. Long story short, he did not come see me in Canada. When I got to my hotel and key into my ninth floor corner suite, I see that I have two double beds in my room. I send him pictures of the beds with the texts, we could have shared these, and then pictures of of the construction going on right outside my room. This view of construction could have been ours, and other homoerotic things of that nature to try and guilt him. Actually, this whole intro was sort of along those lines. Bet you wish you tagged along, Caleb. Bad lab. Pause as I take a sip of my bevy just to web my whistle. Oh well, I'm a solitary individual when I travel anyways, so perhaps it's best. Saturday, I essentially worked all day, but the next day I had off and planned on trying to go up to uh, Grouse Mountain, a small mountain right on the outskirts of the city. The hike takes about two hours to complete, and then you can pay $10 to get a gondola ride back down. However, Sunday morning, when I awoke, i rip open my shades and see the soft patter of rain drizzling down my windows. Ugh, this constant northwest drizzle that makes Washington State and British Columbia appealing for vampires to reside is really putting a damper on my daytime outdoor activities. I Google what to do on a rainy day in Vancouver, and several articles popped up suggesting the aquarium, to so decide that will be my activity prior to watching the... Super Bowl. Uber is in dispute with the local cab union, is not yet present in the city, so as the rain kind of died away, I make my trek over. I walked along much of the newly built chic glass apartment buildings that litter the waterfront and marvel at how new and everything how new everything seems. Later on, during a meeting with a realtor, he informed me that if you walk along the waterfront at night you see about half of those apartments vacant with no lights on. Rich Chinese investors buy up a ton of real estate to store their assets. And as the realtor put it, Vancouver is a wash in Asian money. As I was walking around, as I was walking out to the aquarium on Stanley Island, I called an audible and decided as the rain had died down that I'd just hike anyways. Not up to Grouse Mountain, mind you, but rather all over Stanley Park. I veered down the side path and through these huge, hashtag team Edward-like trees and just couldn't help but think I was in a Canadian version of those shitty Twilight books. I mean, if vampires find Washington state to be so appealing. You know there would be some of those immortal fuckers who had made their way north across the border and settled in the cove, free healthcare and left armed populace. No brainer if you're a thousand year old bloodsucker just as an added bonus canadians are so gosh darn polite they'd probably let you bite the necks so you're a vampire eh oh please help yourself to my jugular eh let me help you as a polite canadian lad reaches into his hockey bag to take out his skate and cuts his own throat for you enjoy the blood partner the hike itself was nothing to really write home about, but the trees and fauna were really interesting. I hope to one day return to hike more of the mountains surrounding this beautiful Chinese-owned city. Now, I'm a Patriots football fan, but as far as fandom is concerned, I don't ever let grown men playing with the ball really upset me. Regardless of the outcome, I'll be okay. I understand the tribal allegiance people feel towards their sports teams, but I never developed that early on, and now it would just feel ridiculous and forced if I tried to really get involved. We beat that team good, oh did you? Because I watched the entire game with you from this sunken in couch, and you didn't do jack shit on that field. This would in fact be the first game I've watched all season, so the true luxury of a casual Pats fan is only tuning into one game of the season and having that game be the Super Bowl. I called around to some various places to see where they'd be showing the game and found a few by my motel. First one I tried to go into was far too crowded, so I quickly left and found refuge on a single bar stool at a pub close by. Touchdown Tommy would not come through in the clutch this time, but it was still an enjoyable game to watch. And maybe I'll tune in to my annual football game next year and see them win it. There's something I forgot about British Columbia, but walking past a dispensary and smoke lounge and catching a whiff, I am quickly reminded of. B.C. Bud. In the 90s, B.C. was renowned for its quality and potent marijuana strains. Officially, I'm told that the city tolerates cannabis, but it's not actually legal. There are dispensaries and smoke lounges, and the only rule in the smoke lounge is that you must bring in your own product. As I squeeze my way into a lounge, I see a division amongst the patrons from what looked like a socio-economic line. The left side of the room was completely crammed in seat to seat with hipsters and younger millennial demographic. The right side of the bar... Looked like Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump had invited a bunch of homeless friends from the VA and was having a grand old pot party of a time. As there were no seats with my millennial compadres, I took company with these vagabonds, got out a pre-roll joint I bought from across the street and lit it up. I see an elderly lad, elderly lady, sorry, she looked like a lad. I see an elderly lady past the largest actual joint I've ever seen in my life. It was comically large and very sloppily rolled, and I thought about getting a picture, but definitely, definitely do not want to be caught in the act. for great fear of being labeled a knock, because you know, stitches get stitches and ends up in ditches, and I am not looking to pick up any more battle wounds, but simply wanted documentation of the hilarity of it all. I did manage to sneak one photo, and didn't end up getting my neck cut with any hockey skates, so I think I successfully navigated Canada this round. Overall, Canada, your weather in Alberta during late January was testicle-shrinking cold. I had to bring my big bag with me so I could pack all the necessary winter gear to brave your negative 30 degree Fahrenheit temps. But it's time I head on back to the U.S. of A. Quick two-day stop in Portland, Oregon, and then bound home. I'll see you in Portlandia. Oh, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for listening. It wasn't that fun. I didn't get my uh, throat cut with some with some skates after taking a photo. Um, you're not going to see the photo, but I took it. You just have to believe me. Uh, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Buy Life in the Layover the book, please, 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 and subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, tune in next week where I go to Oregon. And uh, as this is the last of the Canadian cities, would you mind playing me? Oh, it's lovely. I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss that. It's wholesome and good. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, see you next week later.